over here. No. No. Uh, hey. Hey. Uh. Now you got it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Anybody who bets Michigan football in the first week of the season is an idiot. (laughs) Touchdown, J.J. McCarthy. The Wolverines lead it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, 28-time Emmy Award winner Bob Costas. Coming up, host of ESPN's First Take, Stephen A. Smith. Bill's linebacker, Vaughn Miller. From Netflix's Cobra Kai, actor. Martin Cove. And now it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Can confirm. Sources say and now I'm on camera. There I am wearing a great, <laughs> I think, French blue uh, button down. Or uh, Are you a button up or a button down guy? What are you? Button down, I think, think you button up. Uh, I'm a, I do button down. I don't know if that's an do easy... Do you start at the top and then go down? I don't know. No, I thought the button down was the... That's the, uh, the, the, that's the button on the collar oh. is the button down. By the way, it's oh, a dress okay. shirt. It looks great. I'm doing NFL good. Network it's nice. t- tonight. Uh, it's are you me. wearing that shirt? No, I am not. Oh, okay. <laughs> what am I? What am I, an animal? I'm going to bring my that? other shirt. I don't know. I got a suit. I got the I got the suit and tie for tonight. pull upon. Uh, 8 Eastern time. It's me and Mooch and Kurt and Irv. Uh, for the NFL game day morning season preview show. We've got Ron Miller coming up in 20 minutes time on this program. We've got so much to get to, including one of my favorite people on planet Earth. I cannot wait to read his book, which you can pre-order right now where all books are pre-ordered. I'm looking at the Amazon page. I love the photograph on the front of Stephen A. Smith's Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Everybody should watch that. One of my favorite humans on television and the planet, Stephen A. Smith, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Stephen A.? My brother, how are you, Rich? How's everything going, man? Great to chat. Great to chat with you. Congrats in advance of the book. I can't wait to read it. Can't wait. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, they uh, Simon and Schuster called me the other day, uh, Friday actually, mm-hmm. and they told me that um, in Barnes and Nobles, I'm I'm number fifteen in the world. I love it. On pre-sales, love and it. I, I haven't even book's not even on shelves yet. So I've been very blessed and fortunate. Thank you. Mad Dog doing the book on tape version for you, Stephen A. Is he going to get him? No, 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 no. I'm not going to let Doug do it. No, I'm going to do it myself. I'm okay, good. Myself. He's okay. crazy, though. I love working with him. Yeah, I can't, you can't have somebody who whose English is a second language read your book like that, Stephen. You can't do no, that. No, no, no. And who, who never gets names right, by the way. <laughs> Forget every name on the planet. Forget the correct pronunciation for every word, every name on the planet. It's a lie. <laughs> oh, you guys are a fun watch, and of course, I love it when uh, when uh, Irv, uh, you and Irv do do battle. Um, how upset will Michael Irvin be uh, when the season ends? Do you think, or like on a? Oh, uh, he'll, he'll be as miserable as he always does. <laughs> um, I will give him a lot of credit for his intestinal resolve. Somehow, some way, no matter the consistent amount of years of ineptitude, uh, the perpetual state of affairs that involves the Dallas Cowboys. Somehow, some way, uh, he's their number one cheerleader, their number one, their number one pom-pom waiver. The minute they lose and they go home, give him about an hour or two, and he'll say, you know, we're going we to win the Super Bowl next year. That's what he does. They probably get it from him. Uh, but in the end, it, it, there's no hope. Uh, we all know what's going to happen to the Cowboys ahead of time. And, and you'll be chronicling it throughout uh, each Sunday mm-hmm. on, 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 on Sunday mornings. And I'll be watching because I'll be li- listening and looking for the nonsensical dribble that he's going to put forth out there over the national airwaves. And I'll be chronicling it all just to hold against him. I already got him on one thing. I don't know if you missed it. He's, I don't know if you saw this. August 15th, mm-hmm. my first day back, Yes, Michael Irvin sat up there and compared these upcoming Dallas Cowboys 
to the 1972 Miami Dolphins. Oh, man, I missed that. Who were undefeated. He's on the record talking about if, they, if, if they're healthy, you watch. Oh. They might not lose a game. Those were his words. <laughs> I have it on tape. Maybe he just got confused that he was on the water and he thought he was in South Florida, Stephen A. That could have been it. I don't give a damn what kind of confusion he was going through. I'm not going to credit him with that. I'm going to hold it against him all year long because we all know they're going to lose a few games. Oh He's going to be wrong several times. Well, I mean, and I know the Cowboys are popular and, and, and for, for many reasons, but, I mean, when you just take a look at it and their top wide receiver – uh, could be just the only wide receiver who's caught a pass of significance in the, in their room while Michael Gallup is hurt, and you got a forty year old that you just signed that might be protecting your quarterback and helping your run game. That just in itself uh, would discount a team. But the, I, I'm, I think this is the Eagles' division, Stephen A. I really do. So, well, 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 obviously, I think so as well. Their offensive line is top-notch. The acquisition of A.J. Brown like uh, to go along with Devontae Smith and, and Reagan, those boys, the running attack, Miles Simon and the crew. Uh, their offensive line is clearly the best in football right now. The question mark is Jalen is Hurts. But at the very least, he's a playmaker who can run with the football, extend plays, and make things happen with his feet, if not his arm. Not to mention the fact that the defense is respectable. And then you take into effect, you take into account the default status of the rest of the NFC least. The Giants, you got a new coach in Dable who I believe in, but Daniel Jones is a question mark. I don't even like the name of the Commodores, let it, let, the Commodores, rather, let alone the team. Okay? And then on top of it all, you got the Dallas Cowboys. You're without the engine, Michael Gallup. Amari Cooper's gone. Cedric Wilson is gone. The, uh, Ezekiel Elliott has dissipated to some degree. Your offensive line's got injuries. I mean, it's all suspect right now. So I just think that it's the Eagles division by default alone, and I'm very happy about it. So are you saying it won't be easy like Sunday morning for the Commodores <laughs> this Sunday? Is what you're saying, Steve? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it is going to be easy. It is going to be easy like Sunday morning. And I'm a Lionel Richie fan, so that's not hard for me to say. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Who is your Super Bowl? Uh, what's your Super Bowl prediction? Have you made one on first take yet? Because uh, um, I have not, not seen not, that. Not, no, I, I, th- I think the Bills are coming out of the AFC. Okay. Um, I think this is their time. This is their year. Uh, you know, when you when you consider Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen in that tandem, I think the acquisition of Von Miller helps buffer their defense to some degree. Um, this kid, Levi Wallace, is no longer there. I think that might be a loss, but at the end of the day, I still think they have enough. And I think they've been knocking on the door the last couple of years. And I think that I think that Josh Allen uh, has a chance to win MVP, even though I think Justin Herbert probably will mm. win it. That's just where I'm leaning towards with it. But I think Buffalo as a team is a team to beat out of the AFC. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if Tom Brady found a way to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back to the Super Bowl this year. I think the familiarity of the weapons available to him, uh, Mike Evans, uh, you know, with, with Leonard Fournette out of the backfield, the offensive line is a question mark. I get that. But I think that Julio Jones is going to be a plus as another wideout. Um, I think people counting him out, they're forgetting that he had Ryan Tannehill throwing him the football. That might contaminate a lot of people. So I think that Julio Jones is going to be better. Um, I think Mike Evans is going to be his, who he is. I think Chris Godwin eventually is going to return and he's going to be healthy enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cameron Brake is going to offset the loss of Rob Gronkowski to some degree. And I think the combination of those things, along with the defense, expected to be better now that they're not going to be disabled by injuries. 
look at the rest of the NFC. I brought up Dallas and Philly already. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the receivers necessary. Minnesota's got Kirk Cousins. We ain't going to be sold on them. In the South, you got New Orleans. Jameis Wilson has a lot to prove. And in the West, you got Trey Lance as a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And let's point star Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy Caramelo <laughs> comes in and, 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 and he returns to action. And Russell Wilson is going from, uh, Russell Wilson is going from Seattle. And Kyler Murray's got clauses in his contract asking him to be in the film room at least four hours a week. So I think all of those things taken into consideration – Bodes very, very well for Tom Brady. Well, wouldn't you think if the Rams were named the Patriots, we'd be all over the Rams with Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson and improving their, their I, team? I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that, but I think the loss of Von Miller hurts them. I think OBJ and Robert Woods being out hurts them. Even though I think Allen Robinson, I think that this is a guy that can be a stud again. We can't hold against them that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pierce is running the Chicago Bears. He still found a way to perform up until last year. I think that Allen Robinson is a big plus, and I don't mind anybody that puts the Rams as the favorites. But I think now that you got the ring and you're the Super Bowl champions, although some would say that takes the pressure off of you, I still think that enables Tom Brady and the crew to keep coming. Right now, I would give Tampa Bay uh, the edge. I get I get to start the season. Yeah. You go with, with the Rams, but Matthew Stafford's elbow situation is questionable, and that's what has me suspect on them, too. All right, and so the, the last follow-up on, on what you just said, Stephen A. Smith, is Herbert winning the MVP or having a chance to do it. So you take the Chargers in that deep end of the NFL pool out west in the AFC? You like the Chargers yeah, to win I'm that? Picking up, I'm picking them to win the West. I think that as much of a stud as Patrick Mahomes is and and Travis Kelsey are, um, I think that Tyreek Hill is a tremendous loss. I don't think you just offset that. Uh, we got to make sure that Juju Smith-Schuster ain't on TikTok. We got to make sure that. Uh, we look at um, uh, McCole Hartman. Let's see what he does. Um, in the case of the Denver Broncos, you got Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and those guys. But especially Judy, he's got something to prove. Russell Wilson being there is an upgrade. They've got a quarterback now for the first time since Peyton Manning left. But I still think that when you look at the West, um, of course, we can't ignore the Raiders with Josh McDaniel, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Uh, but I got to see it to believe it because it ain't Aaron Rodgers throwing Devontae Adams the football now. It's Derek Carr. And there's still some questions with the, with the Raiders, particularly on the offensive line. I take all of those things into consideration. I look at what the Chargers have done to improve themselves on both sides of the football with the stud that is Justin Herbert, who just finished throwing for 5,000 yards with two, not one, but two $20 million-a-year receivers in, in, in Williams and Allen, I'm just of the mindset that this is the Chargers' year to win that division and to make a deep run into the playoffs, and that's just where I'm at with it. First Take host, new podcast, No Mercy, with Stephen A. Smith and his new book that's coming out, uh, Straight Shooter, where all books can be uh, pre-ordered right now. It's coming out in January. A few more minutes left uh, with Stephen A. here on The Rich Eisen Show. I would be remiss if I did not ask you, because we have not spoken since – uh, Kevin Durant rescinded his trade demand and returned to the Brooklyn Nets, and the team on paper looks great. Um, but how how do you think this all works with Kyrie opting in and then Durant opting out and then saying he wants out and then some? I don't know how they put the genie back in the bottle, but they did. How do you think this all works with uh, with the Nets, Stephen A. I think the Nets could easily be the team in the Eastern Conference representing representing the Eastern NBA Finals. First of all, I want to applaud the Brooklyn Nets for finally doing something right as an organization. 
they held steady with their position on Kyrie Irving at the beginning of the season and then reneged and looked like absolute fools in doing so. Uh, they handed the franchise over the two superstars in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and that ended up being a disaster. All they've had in three years is one playoff series win to show for it, which is why they need to be applauded for standing their ground. Kevin Durant didn't need to go anywhere, and I was glad they kept his ass right where they did because you signed a four-year, $198 million extension, and before you honored one day of it, you're talking about you wanting to be traded? Hell no. They got his rights without an opt for four years. He wants to go someplace after next season? I would oblige, assuming he gives me this season. You're going to give me something for the money I gave you. Originally, it was like $164 million, and, and, you know, then obviously it's $198 million. And, you know, you're talking about $362 million that the Brooklyn Nets have invested in the great Kevin Durant, who I believe to be the best in the world, went healthy. And all they had was one playoff series victory to show for it. That is entirely unacceptable. In the case of Kyrie Irving, nobody's more incentivized to play than him. He was expecting a $212 million extension. They told him to opt in with the one-year $36.9 million. Okay, you got to show up to work to earn your money. He watched Bradley Beal get over $200 million, along with a couple of other cats, including Zach Levine and the Chicago Bulls. Kyrie's box office. He's a superstar who should be paid like that and would have been paid like that had he had the decency to show up to work. He didn't. Now they're saying you want to get paid, you got to show up to work. And then, of course, there's Ben Simmons with his supposed mental health issues. We don't, dis- we don't diminish the importance of mental health. We understand how important that is. But there were people who were questioning the legitimacy of that, including myself. I spoke to him privately. He convinced me that his problems were very, very real, was divulged a lot of personal stuff that he did not have to, that I would never repeat out of respect for him and his privacy. But he's convinced me that he's ready to go this season. So if Ben Simmons, who was my defensive player of the year two years ago, is ready to go with Kyrie and KD, ready to go, there's no reason why the Nets shouldn't be a favorite to come out of the East. Milwaukee will have something to say about it. Boston will have something to say about it. But the Brooklyn Nets could easily be in the NBA Finals this upcoming season if those brothers show up to work. You're simply the best. Nobody better, Stephen A. Thanks for the time. I'll look for your tweets on Sundays as always and look for my call in the meantime. Susie sends her best. Congrats on the book in advance. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Talk to you later. Right back at you. The one and only Stephen A. Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show. Go Cowboys. He's off the phone. I he heard. He it. didn't hear that. He heard. It. He heard that. All right, I got to now take a break. So we're on time for Von Miller and text uh, the gang of Game Day Morning to clip um, Stephen A's message to play for Irv on tonight's show. Ooh. Fantastic. Number one Cowboys fan, Stephen A. Smith. You know what? He's good, definitely paying attention. Good for business either way. He is. That's <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's be on time for Von Miller, who's stepping off the practice field in Buffalo before he steps on a plane to come out here to L.A. to start the season in two nights. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Year 12 for the guy who was, who was John Elway's first draft choice in Denver, coming off of a championship here in Los Angeles, California, getting set to take on the Rams in two nights on Thursday night. It's going to be amazing. He is one of the all-time greats, getting set, maybe getting fitted for a jacket. Canton, Ohio as well. Of the Buffalo Bills, Von Miller on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How you doing, Von? How's it going, guys? Thanks, Rich. I appreciate you, man. I always enjoy being on the show, and I just uh, appreciate you guys for having me again. We feel this. I feel the same exact way. Are you getting on a plane today? Is that was that how this is working? When do you get out here? No, you know, Tell you know, we are we on the East Coast, so we can we can leave tomorrow morning. Okay, and have enough and have enough time to get ready. What's going through your mind as you're coming out here to the spot where you won a championship uh, to take on the team you won a championship with? What's going on in that brain of yours, right. Vaughn? So you know, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and I'm, I'm big with uh, with visualizing. You know. Um, big moments like this in my life. You know, I do it. Uh, I did it for a Super Bowl and for both Super Bowls and, you know, all the playoff games and just big games during my career. And, I, you know, I think about the stadium. You know, I think about any interaction that I can have, like with the with the, the players on the other team, how I want to play, you know, how I want to lead my teammates. And, you know, all I've been thinking about is just, you know, staying, uh, staying kind of even keel, trying to keep my emotions in check. You know, I, you know, I love those guys over there. I love everybody over there. They came in and got me at a at a very crucial moment in my career, and um, it's nothing but love for the whole city of L.A. and the whole Rams organization, Coach McVay, um, Aaron Donald, you know Les Snead, uh, you know Reggie in the training room, and Mark, and you know Brandon Berg, and you know Henny the D-line coach, and and, and Rod the D.C. Man, everybody they showed me so much love. Jalen Ramsey, man, all of those guys, man, everybody in L.A. is so much love for the whole city and. You know, it's just like playing against your brother in, like, Madden. You know, you, you, you love your brother. You, you love your brother, y'all family. But when it's time to play, you, you want to win. And that's just uh, this is where I'm at with Have you gotten your ring yet, Vaughn? Yeah, I, I got my ring, and I was at the ring ceremony. You were. So uh, I went to the ring ceremony. That was my, my last uh, my last day on the, on the team with the Rams. And it was just so much love, man, just being there with all those guys, man. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed, you know, my time there and, you know, I, I I hate being reminded that 
you know, I, I could have went back and all of that stuff. And I just want to, you know, keep my head down and be a Buffalo Bill. But, you know, Buff, uh, L.A. was just so good to me, the whole city, man. And, you know, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the my crack staff, the the great Rich Eisen Show crew, put up the photograph of you wearing your ring, uh, your new ring. Can you fit the Broncos ring that was on your uh, index finger inside the new ring? Does it fit inside there, Vaughn? Yeah, you probably can. You probably can. Oh, and if you? you remember when the Broncos when the Broncos started when the Broncos had their Super Bowl ring, yeah. we had the biggest Super Bowl ring in 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 in, uh, in, the, in the history of the NFL. So. You see what a Rams ring is. It's the biggest. It's the biggest championship ring in all of sports. So it just keeps bigger. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you know, that's what championships are, are supposed to be. You're supposed to, you know, and, and you're supposed to just and and you're supposed to capture that moment. You're supposed to capture that year. And it was a big year for the Rams organization. It was a big year for all of us, and that's exactly what they did with the ring. Well, Vaughn, I know you're new to your new digs, relatively new to your new digs still, but do you get the sense of what it would mean if you could add another one to your hand and thus put one on the, the hand of the famed Bills Mafia? Do you get a sense of what that would mean, Vaughn, already? Yeah, it would it, 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 it mean so much. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, look too far ahead, but at the same time, you got to have goals and, you know that was a huge reason for me coming here to the Buffalo Bills. You know, if it wasn't, if it, if it, um, if I wouldn't be the first guy to play in three Super Bowls and win three Super Bowls, you know, I could have just, you know, stayed with the Rams, just rode off into the sunset with Aaron Donald, and just, you know, lived in L.A. and you know, just enjoyed, you know, my my years before retirement. But I still felt like I had more to do, and I, I felt like, you know, the Buffalo Bills gave me that chance. I wouldn't be able to win three Super Bowls with three different teams if I would have stayed with the Rams. You know, so it was a it was a tough decision to, to come over here. We got a great team over here. We got a great quarterback, great coaching staff. This locker room is incredible. Every Super Bowl team that I've been on, the locker room, and the and the teammates that I've had have have all been tremendous. It's a play. Super Bowl teams are always player led, and um, this team is, is it has has some similarities to to the Super Bowl teams that I've been on. That was going to be my next question, Von Miller, because you know you know what it takes to win a championship. You've been around championship teams. Um, and you're around the Bills at an interesting time, Vaughn, because the level of expectation for this Bills team is through the roof. And I'm wondering what do you see there that um, that gives you the confidence that 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 pressure could be shouldered properly in Buffalo. Yeah, you know, pressure is a, pressure is a privilege. And uh, to play this game so many years, you know, I, I've always had pressure with the Broncos. Um, you know, we 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 came from a, a that's a championship organization. You know, if you're not going to the Super Bowl, you know, after you know, point after seeing John Elway and Terrell Davis, Rod Smith, and, you know, all these guys do do big things. If you're not going to the Super Bowl or playing in big time games, you know, that's the ex- that's the expectation of Denver every single year. I don't care what the year before, what you did the year before. Every single year, it's, it's about the Super Bowl. And going to the Rams, it was it was all about the Super Bowl. It was about you know helping Aaron Donald, uh, you know, win a Super Bowl, getting Coach McVay, you know, over the hump and getting him a Super Bowl. You know, and uh, Matthew Stafford getting all these guys the Super Bowl. It was about the Super Bowl when I went to, when I went to the Rams, and we have some of those same type pressures here. You know, um, back in the golden days, you know, he lost four straight, four Super Bowls straight, and this this community is uh, is really fiending for one. And um, you know, we got a lot of similarities in the Super Bowl teams that I've been on. We still got to go out there and play, but you know, that's always the main goal. Well, I mean, Peyton obviously just like Stafford, um, coming from a spot where. 
his entire career was part of his identity for that team in that city and then going to a new spot and trying to win it uh, in his first year there. Obviously, for Peyton, it took a, a couple of Super Bowl cracks, but he finally, with you winning the MVP of Super Bowl 50, broke through. Josh Allen's a totally different story. He is an ascending superstar in this league and a, a guy who could run for mayor and win on the spot there in Buffalo, New York. What have you, what have you seen from him that uh, makes you know outside of having played and seen him, uh, that he's special. Vaughn, you got a story for me on that front? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Josh, first and foremost, he doesn't take anything serious. Like, it, it, it's not like a, you know, of course, you know, we're out on the football field, he's all, he, you know, he's trying to win, but his mm. confidence, his confidence level and I, is uh, is just, it's, it's just amazing to be around. And it's not one of these, uh, it's not the feeling that, okay, you're, you're overly confident or you're cocky or anything like that. He just believes in his guys. He believes in where he believes in his his skill set. He believes, um, it, he believes in his uh, skill set where he and where he's at in his career right now. And um, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a fun guy to be around. Um, doesn't take anything serious. He talks with this little light voice, man. It's it's uh, it's, it's just fun to be around. And I think the team and this this organization just kind of they just kind of follow lead. They just kind of follow you know Josh's lead. And, you know we got a great defense over here as well. They they've been great for a very long time. You know, Coach Frazier and Coach Washington and, and all these guys, they, they draw up great, great schemes every single year. We got great players on, on both sides of the ball. And, you know, we just got to go out, we just got to go out there and play. You know, I, I really enjoy being here. You know, I was kind of shaky when I, you know, signed here in March. Coach McDermott had told me that, man, I, I learned to love this place. And, you know, he wasn't lying to me. You know, I, of course, when you see Buffalo on paper and, you know, it's cold and stuff and all that stuff here, but here being around the, the, the people here in the community and, you know, all the people that live and, and breathe Buffalo football and, you know, my teammates, and, you know, the training staff and the equipment managers and the, the infrastructure of the team. You know, everybody's just so uh, – everybody's just a delight to be around. And they really um, make up for whatever whatever negative dashes Buffalo could have. Like, the people here really make up for all of that stuff, man. And I'm enjoying being here, man. Looking forward to a great season. Von Miller here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more minutes left with him. Let's talk about you a little bit, Von. What is it like to be the OG walking in the locker room, being that guy now in year twelve? What's that like for you, Von? Uh, it's it's uh, you know it's cool because I don't feel I don't feel thirty three at all. And when I watch the film, you know, in my opinion, I don't look thirty three. Mm-hmm. You know, but just being around the guys, like it's just it's just something like you get the jokes and. You know, being in the locker room and you hear conversations, that's when I feel like, that's when I feel like 33. <laughs> you know, to me. Are they making, me, hold on a minute, are they making like music references, show references, social media yeah, references? You know, that are, music, you know, it's the music, it's just, it's just little stuff like that. It's not really, you know, it really doesn't have anything to do with football. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's just when I feel, when I'm around the young guys and you just hear the jokes and you just, the priorities are just different. You know, me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here, and it's all about winning. It's all about coming in here, getting the most out of my team, getting the most out of my teammates, trying to be the best leader I could possibly be. And I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's a work mentality because I've, I honestly feel like I haven't worked a day in my life. It's just mm. I, enjoy being, I, I enjoy being here. I enjoy being I enjoy winning. And it's, that's what it's all about for me. I'm, I'm all about, like, trying to get the most out of my teammates, trying to get them in a positive mindset, trying to, uh, you know, uplift everybody and, have everybody ready for a Thursday or Sunday or whatever they may be. And you know, some guys' priorities, are, you know, are just different. You know, you got guys playing, you know, Call of Duty and, mm. you know, other stuff. You know, even though I occasionally play, you know, video games and stuff, it's just the priorities for me is, you know, I'm, I want to win a Super Bowl, and it's constantly on my mind. 
24-7. And it's like this obsession where I, I can't even like, you know, uh, you know, just the kid that like the young guy jokes, it just, it just, it just goes over my head. But that's, that's really the only time where I, where I feel my age. But other than that, man, it's, it's been a joy to be here. But it's not just that, Vaughn. I'm hearing uh, that you, your addition to Buffalo isn't just going to show up on the field, and the importance of your addition to Buffalo isn't about the on the field either. It's it's you kind of being the, the, the football whisperer for the young up-and-comers, for the really talented players that are in your locker room, certainly on mm-hmm. defense. And, uh, I, you know, just remembering when you got drafted and hearing, you know, DeMarcus Ware kind of be that guy for you, him telling me those stories, Rod Woodson telling me some stories, too, about that. Um, you know, I, I just find it amazing you're kind of in that role now in your yeah, career. I'm, you know? I, it's it's uh, all, the, all the little quotes and the, and the one-liners that I tell all these guys, man, I get it from DeMarcus you know, or I get it from Peyton. You know, I get it from uh, guys that made all these great speeches throughout my career, the Brian Dawkins speeches, <laughs> you know, the Tim Tebow speeches, and the Champ and the Champ Bailey speeches. And, you know, all the greats that I've ever been around, like all the information that they gave me, I'm just paying it forward to these guys. And it's not all about football. It could be about, you know, it could be about uh, it could be about finances, or it could be about. Uh, Cooking or a chef, or it's, it's like the little things that everybody asks me about. Like, how do you do this? How do you recover? And I really enjoy being—I really enjoy being in that um, that position too, because I tell these guys things that I wish people would have told me. Not—I wouldn't tell. I, I'm not telling them necessarily the stuff that I was doing when I was there. Sure, I tell them the stuff that 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 I that I, that I feel like that I should have been doing at that age. And it's it's good to just talk to you know Greg Rousseau, and I'm talking to him you know, about something, and I and I tell him something, he just light, lights up, like, it's just like, I, I just gave him a cheat code, or if I'm talking to A.J. Espinosa, we're, we're talking about, you know, something, you know, on the football field, and I, and I tell him something, he just, you could just tell him, you could just see them, you could just see them just, like, capture that information, mm-hmm. and they just, they just hold on to it, and I, I really enjoy being in that, that position, so I can get these all, guys all the information that DeMarcus gave me, and you know, down in the future, they can do the same. Von Miller, uh, I love chatting with you. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you and that whole community and the team. It's right there in front of you, and it starts in L.A. in two nights. I'm, I would run through a wall right now. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Seriously. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you, Rich, man. It's always been a joy, man. I, I appreciate you guys having me. Hopefully in a couple of weeks, you know, I'll be right back here uh, for you guys mid-season. Okay, great. Uh, look, uh, look for my call, as always, Vaughn. You're the best. Appreciate the time now. Uh, have safe travel and have a great time. Soak it in on Thursday night and beyond. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it, guys. Thank right, you. Right back at you. That's Vaughn Miller right here on the Rich Eisen Show for the Buffalo Bills. I'm telling you, man, he was so talented, obviously, coming out of Texas A&M. And the stories I heard, he was young and didn't know what he didn't know. And DeMarcus Ware would... He kind of took him aside. Mm-hmm. He would text him like he would get a text from him at like one in the morning, and his answer was like, "What are you doing up? Just go to bed." I'm so, go to bed. Go to bed. Seriously, and now he's the go to bed guy. Yep, that's how it goes, man. Gosh, and how important that is for a team. It really is. You know what an addition. Been there, done that. Okay, you've had trouble closing. Who's a better closer than Von Miller? Man, if he stays healthy and that team stays healthy, it's all about the expectation level. Game one, Rams. Can you put up the bills, please? Just one more time here. I'm sure Hoskins has it on, you know, speed dial up there. <laughs> He's the resident Bills honk here. Memorized. Mr. Western New York of the Rich Eisen Show. Just put it up there. 
Okay. Look at all the asterisks on the screen. What does that mean? Those are nationally televised ah, games. And not even the one that's Thanksgiving. Again, Bills are on Thanksgiving again. Okay, we're all we're going to see it all. A game at Kansas City is not primetime. That's going to be a, if you will, primetime game. At Baltimore will be just the Donnybrook. The primetime games are the first two. They're the first Thursday night and the first uh, second Monday night of the season. Okay. Christmas Eve at the Bears. The Monday nighter, uh, first Monday nighter of 2023 is at Cincinnati. Here we go. All the New England games, that's a Thursday nighter, but that's the full complement of rest because both New England and Buffalo play on Thanksgiving the night before. I mean, here we go. It's just going to be so much fun. The games that get the Miami games are going to be great. 17 and 0? Nah. I you no. Know, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's going to ever do that again. Honestly, it's 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 still uh, so any given Sunday or Thursday that's or whatever. Tough road games. You know, play seriously, you know, there's international games, there's it's all sorts of travel, there's injuries, there's everything. But they're really good. They're the best team in the AFC. I think that's a that's a given. That's a given. And I'm not going to, you know, that's a given. And I know a lot of people are going to zig instead of, you know, when everyone's zagging when they're Super Bowl picks. Uh, I'll give you a heads up. I'm not. When it comes to the AFC. I'm going back and forth about betting against Brady again. I can't do it. <laughs> Let's take a break. Mike Tomlin has spoken. He has named a starter. For week one, five days from now at Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, and college football. As soon as we went off the air, they're like, "Hey, how about a twelve-team playoff?" We've been pounding that table for quite some time. I'll tell you my two cents on that in the college football weekend. Chris Brockman's overreaction Monday, and Martin Cove of Cobra Kai in studios to the come. Because it's high on my damn agenda. Hey, folks! It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me. I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. When you become a member of Navy Federal Credit Union, life gets better. One big thing that gets better, buying a car, something that TJ could not win. See, Navy Federal created a fully loaded car buying experience where you can finance, buy, protect, and enjoy your auto purchase all for one convenient place. They offer great auto loan rates, too. And your pre-approval is good for 90 days, so you know what you can afford while you shop. You can even shop for new and used cars. 
with Navy Federal's car buying service powered by TrueCar. Also, you can get exclusive member savings with Carfax, Sirius XM, and more. And because it's Navy Federal, they're always available with 24-7 member service representatives to answer any questions. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash car buying. That's NavyFederal.org slash car buying. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Navy Federal Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. TJ had no idea who would take shrapnel during the Navy Federal read right there. I don't think anyone paid attention. By the way, uh, the, the, the Price is Right turned 50 over the weekend. Do you know that? Yeah. Wow. I watched it. Uh, on Saturday, it was their, uh, or Saturday or Sunday, it was Sunday, was the uh, 50th anniversary of the moment Bob Barker came out and asked someone to come on down. Well, that was Johnny O, actually. Johnny Olson was the one who said, Johnny, come on down. Mm-hmm. They gave away a bunch of cars. Dude, all I know is I watched The Price is Right so much in college that I knew that when Bob and somebody came out of contestants row and he did not move from his spot, you know, he'd always stand on the spot mm-hmm. and, you know, stand there and people would bid on things. And he would then, you know, when they came up from contestants row, move to another spot of the stage for a pricing game, I knew that if he stayed on his mark, the person was going to win a brand new car or have an opportunity to win a brand new car. Because mm. he always liked to say, you can win this and move it and then point to the side and then boom, there's the brand new car. That's how into the game I was, man. Yeah. Man. That's why I also knew for you to take the middle key back in the dead, brother. You didn't know because you've never seen that game. Get Master out of here. Key. I even said it's, it's a rare game. The minute I it's said, a rare, it's a the rare minute game. I saw it, it's I said, that's game. a rare game. It's a rare game. And you confirmed it, that you said you were watching to prepare film. for your yeah. appearance for months, and you never saw never. it once. Film study. I told you somebody... It. Yeah, film study. You couldn't... You, yeah. The yeah. film study was He's out. Can you imagine you study all the film, film, and then it's time for game. And they and pull they, out Philly like Philly, preparation. Philly Philly. Boom. That's it, what you it, got. Here comes Philly Philly. Yeah, Philly we never Philly. saw this play. Nope. Someone, someone on YouTube years, like last year left a comment that they looked and saw that Master Key was in the bottom third of is, every game played. Price is right. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. Uh, you know what's also unfortunate? It's unfortunate. It was great. You know what's also, speaking of unfortunate, you know what's unfortunate? Uh, LSU was unfortunate. Oh, man. Uh, Florida State played a hell of a football game. That was the game of the weekend, right? Wasn't it? Because Ohio State, uh, Notre Florida, Dame. Florida-Utah was really good. That was good. Where yep. Utah had a chance to tie it, but decided to win it, and then Florida picked off Utah in the end zone. That, that was the me, end of that one. That cost me. Well, that's some, a uh, long trip. That's a long trip clans. from the Mountain Time Zone. Just to, I think the the last part it was the reverse to go from Florida to the Mountain Time Zone all that way just to get an axe in the chest at the end was The Shining. I think it was <laughs> Scatman Crothers and The Shining went from Florida to the Mountain Time Zone, taking an axe in the chest at the end. Utah did the reverse, went from the Mountain Time Zone all the way. And Utah blew, blew a inside the one in the first half. So, they, I mean, they really left a lot of points on the board. But Florida State had a remarkable um, flea flicker work, right? Yep. And, uh, and LSU was just getting pounded, but then came back. And had an opportunity to come back because Florida State fumbled it going in to just wrap the game up. It was so ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing? It's a pitch out. The game's over. The game's over. Like, what are you? The boss said never left the quarterback's hands. Why don't you just, or you just take knees and then kick the field goal? Yes. So you give LSU a chance. Of course they march all the way down the field. Of course they scored no time left. And of course they got the extra point blocked. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) Extra point blocked. Did LSU bring Green Bay's special teams coach from last year? To, did Brian Kelly do that? Nice. Bring part of his new family? Nice. And by the way, what the, the hate, I understand there's a lot of SEC hate for LSU mm. from various parts of the country. 
But man, the pile on that happened on Brian Kelly well, on wait, Sunday wait night. Wait for overreaction Monday. <laughs> the pile on on Brian Kelly. What, what is that? Is that the Notre Dame hate towards him or they think he's fagazi and the dancing and the family and all that business? Uh, yes, all of the above. Yep. Uh, I would say that's probably that accurate. he bolted on Notre Dame and he left. I mean, the dancing with recruits was really weird. And the fake but the, honestly, the pile on that happened on top of Brian Kelly throughout the game and then when LSU lost. <laughs> Joe Tessitore has the Gus Johnson in him, too, doesn't he? Like Joe Tess's games go nuts. Get haywire. God yeah, bless it. If you have that, you've got that ability as an announcer not only to meet the moment, but for some reason the football gods decide to bestow upon you. Games like that. And Notre Dame versus Ohio State was, I was looking forward to that game all week. It really didn't, really wasn't that great. No, you know? kind of a dud. It I mean, was a bit of a dud. I mean, shout out to Notre Dame for playing really hard for the they first did. half and then just couldn't get any Dude, offense the minute, going. The minute Notre Dame ran a called quarterback run on third and long in the red zone in their first possession, the minute they're like, we'll settle for three, we'll get out of here with three, I'm like, you're making a ma- – and Marcus Freeman yeah. should know that. You're making a major mistake. You put sevens on the board in the horseshoe. You got to. And those four points meant uh, the world later on. My boy Breer, he was in mid-season form, tweeting out, you know, we're going to win by 100. <laughs> only 89 points off. <laughs> He's in mid-season form, Right. <laughs> You know, it's a midseason form or postseason form. You're Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, they're not mine, but they are. Oh. You went to Atlanta, didn't you? You went there? Yes. And you go to Atlanta? I didn't you go. Spent, I, you spent, hold on a minute. You spent your Labor Day weekend on a plane. I didn't to go, go see by, a Georgia I didn't go football by game. myself. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. The most important person of your nuclear household loves Georgia. Go to the game. By the way, congrats to Sarah on the gig with CBS Sports. Yeah. I was so excited to see Thank that. Thank you. She's actually got a second one. She's doing stuff with Amazon uh, Prime Video Fantastic. NFL as well this That's fall. That's great. Yeah. Should be real exciting. That's great. We had a great time. We uh, drank a little too much. We were also sitting in the organ section. So the people around so us. So it was quiet. So it was it was quiet. We were making a lot of noise. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Oregon fans got to be like, last year we went to the fun. horseshoe. We beat Ohio State. We got this one. Yeah. We got this one. We can get Georgia. They can't be as good as last year. And then they nope. started playing. There's um, good. Seven what's touchdowns the name, what's the name on of the that first defensive uh, lineman who threw uh, uh, an offensive lineman out of the club. Did you see that video? I forget. I just oh, one. Yeah. There were two pieces of video that went viral on my timeline. That six foot seven tight end leapfrogging people, jumping yeah. over people, yeah. and then whoever's taken, I think Jordan Davis's spot threw someone out of the club. Holy crap! Yeah, Darnell Washington oh. is the uh, tight end Woo. there, along along with Brock Bowers. I know. He's not even the best one on the team. Not even the best one on the team. <laughs> and Stetson Bennett the fourth. Is he the fourth or the third? He's the fourth. The fourth. Stetson Bennett the fourth. You know. Is really good at football. Really good at football. And he, he's either going to, A, there's two choices for him. Stetson Bennett IV will either, A, somehow keep this thing going and get drafted and have a career. Okay? Where everyone thinks that he doesn't. Or, B, he's going to have the greatest photographs on the wall of a hedge fund manager in the history of hedge fund managing. <laughs> right? 
We're gonna, he's, you're going to walk into Stetson Bennett's yeah. office, and you're just going to see trophies and photographs yep. of whatever hedge fund he's going to run. Yep. Since Heisman the fourth. It's, it's, is, that the, is that the nickname? Uh, Did I you tweeted, just come up with that? I tweeted that out on Saturday. Stetson Heisman the fourth. <laughs> He was. He only had six incompletions. Uh, uh, half of those were throwaways, and, all and the, he had 360 yards. And by the way, all the craziness of the preseason, we throw that out the window. Georgia's number two now. Yeah, doesn't matter. That's it. It's Alabama and Georgia, and then the rest of us will just try and uh, just you wait, know hope for the best. Wait for overreaction. Okay, please. that's coming up. <laughs> so uh, five days to kick off of the first NFL Sunday, and the coyness of Mike Tomlin is over. He had his press conference leading up to Steelers at Bengals. And as expected, certainly when it came out over the weekend that Mitchell Trubisky was voted a captain. Go figure that. They made him a captain. So uh, he's a captain. You're not going to bench your captain. He is, in fact, starting. This is Mike Tomlin earlier today. Mitch Trubisky is our starting quarterback and our captain. Um, Man, we're just really comfortable with what Mitch has shown us. Um, He's a guy that came to us with with franchise quarterback experience, if you will. He's comfortable in those shoes. He's been the focal point of a football team in an organization before. He's had success in doing so. Like I mentioned when we acquired him, he took the Bears to the playoffs two out of four years. He has a winning record as a starting quarterback. Uh, Those things were attractive to us. Uh, His athleticism and mobility were attractive to us. Um, He took care of the football in stadium. All our quarterbacks did, and, and, and I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Um, it's good to come to decisions based on what people are doing as opposed to what people are not doing. And, you know, you you um, texted in our in Rich Eisen show uh, inner office text chain the news. I forget which one of you guys tweeted, you texted it amongst the group that it was Trubisky one, Mason Rudolph two, and Kenny yeah. Pickett three yeah, on I'd the depth s- chart I'd over the weekend. That, yeah. And I'm like, that makes sense because right. Cincinnati is, you can't start the rookie in Cincinnati. You can't. And no. and so uh, I'm like, it makes sense because if Trubisky gets hurt, you need an old hand like Mason Rudolph at the controls. Well, it's now Pickett, number two in the depth chart, and Tom was asked about that. Really pleased with the growth and development of Kenny. That's why he's listed as number two. Um, I thought his acceleration of, of development really took off once we stepped into stadiums and once we start stepping into stadiums. Um, his decision-making, the fluidity of it, um, his competitive spirit, um, his pin, his pinpoint accuracy, all of those things, I thought really came to the forefront once we started coming into stadiums, and I thought that he grew and grew um, at, at a really fast pace once we got into stadiums. And I also think it's reasonable to expect that growth and development to continue as we push into the regular season. Uh, we're excited about where he is and, and the ground that he's covered to this point and the ground that he's going to continue to cover uh, as we find our regular season rhythm, he gains an understanding of what that is, what preparation is like, what the rhythm of a seven-day uh, process is like in terms of getting ready for regular season ball and so forth. Um, just really excited about where he is and what he's capable of. Fascinating stuff out of the Steelers. Hour three coming up on our radio side. Here on our YouTube stream, though, I just wanted to say uh, Pickett's going to start, guys. I think he's going to be the first guy to start. Um, I think it makes sense not to start him at Cincinnati. That is a tough spot. And then home against New England, opening up Akrasher, Yeah, against New England. Yeah. Belichick eats rookie quarterbacks making their first career home starts for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Keep him away from him. You look at the schedule, 
And maybe, just maybe, there's a mini-buy after the Cleveland game before the Jets. If if Trubisky struggles, that's where you see Pickett. Home for the Jets. Oh, they're going to be 3-1 and one going to Buffalo. Oh, I think Mitch and is if fine. They, and, and then Mitch goes back to Buffalo and they're fine. There's a bye week as well. Maybe after Pickett's the bye. Pickett's two for a reason, though, man. That's a little Pickett. bit. That's a little tough stretch at Buffalo, Tampa, at Miami, at Philly. That's tough it's stretch. all a tough stretch because on the back stretch. end, you're what, you got home for New Orleans, then you got another Cincinnati, and Indianapolis is. I think they're going to win the South. Baltimore's no joke. I mean, the whole schedule's not a joke. But Pickett being number two is there for a reason. He's that he's there for a reason, and that's because he's going to push Trubisky. And if Trubisky falters, you're going to see. How about this? Here's my prediction. You'll see Pickett start a game before Jimmy G if everybody stays healthy. That might be your old hot take there. Pickett, Jimmy G, or Ritter who starts first? I'll take I'll take Pickett. I'll take Pickett. He's number two for a reason, I think. And they're really high on him, but not high enough to just throw him into the jungle, if you will, week one. Martin Cove coming up in studio.